Welcome back, everybody, to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. I'm author and ghost historian Mike Ricksecker. With me, as always, is my co-hostess, Vanessa Hogel. We have a fantastic show coming up for you tonight. We have the Ghost Finders with us. We have Rob Thompson, Dan Class, and Megan Deputy. Uh, we're going to get into their uh, show that they are doing. I guess you guys are on season nine. Am I correct on that? Right now, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit more about you guys. Oh, and for the viewers, I know this setup is a little bit different. It's like Hollywood Squares here, um, but there's so many of us. This is what we had to do. So, <laughs> so welcome, everybody. Thanks for having yeah. us. Welcome. Great to be here, Mike. Let Rob talk about this. This is his baby. I'm just, I'm just coming in. Megan's been at it since, what, season six? So this is something Absolutely. that Rob started. Seven, yeah. 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 All right, very cool. Yeah, go um, for it, Rob. Actually, actually, uh, yeah, yeah. She just uh, came in on, on season seven, and uh, yeah. So, so, well, a bit about us background. Um, started uh, doing this. Uh, thanks for having us on the show, by the way. Started uh, doing this in uh, 2010. Really, just intentions of video documenting. You know, like most people, you know, uh, my pursuits, investigations. I've been investigating the paranormal for um, about 25 years. And um, I'm from the UK. I don't have some virus. I'm actually from the UK. That's why I sound this way. Um, so, so, so the accent is real. So it is. It is. And then um, Pip, Pip Cheerio said no Brit ever. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, it's it's. I've lived here for for twenty odd years, and um, it just it was a way for me to combine two of my passions, which was. You know, filmmaking, amateur filmmaking, and um, and investigating the paranormal, um, the the two biggest, you know, two of the three, four biggest passions of my life, um, and yeah, it, it sort of bloomed from there. A local station said, "Well, can can we come and have a look at that?" And I showed them a, a tape, and they were like, "Oh, this would be great. Uh, you know, can we do this?" And I was like, sure, and it sort of went from there. I never at all expected uh, us to be, um, you know, not that I was pessimistic, but I never expected us to be, uh, you know, busy as we are now filming right. our 10th anniversary season and with Nick Groff. So yeah, it's been um, a fantastic journey with some wonderful people. And I'm very fortunate that I have this great team who just work their asses off and do this fantastic work. Um, so don't make, to make the show that you see before you. Um, so as as far as um, the last year or so, we've progressed a lot. Uh, we've been attending Comic Cons and um, Paracon. Um, and we've done a lot of, uh, we've done a lot of stuff with, um, we, we've started working with Nick um, on season 10. He's actually gonna be producing um, season oh, 10, six of the episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's some big surprises coming up and uh, a lot of firsts and, and a few bucket list locations for myself. So I'm really excited. Uh, we're going to be uh, working in, um, doing some shoots in, all over the place. I'll let Dan tell you a little bit more about that because he's, uh, he's uh, you know, more up on that part. But um, <laughs> Megan came along um, around season seven because we were we wanted to do it differently. We wanted to do um, something that was original and fresh. We wanted to um, in really, I guess, maximize the potential of the results we were getting. We noticed that, uh, you know, when we were applying, it's the sweeter, honey sweeter than vinegar type thing scenario. Um, so we decided to, you know, bring in a witch and we interviewed, I think there was... 37 uh, initially uh, applied uh, that you know, we were down to shortlist of 20 from there and then 10 uh, forever. And then we went from 10 to one because Megan showed up and I was just like, oh, wow. You know, <laughs> and I mean, we just clicked, boom, nice. like that. It was like ISDN. Um, and, and, and I think Megan is our secret weapon. You know, she really is our nuclear warhead, uh, our spiritual nuclear warhead. Because what um, one of one of the things you've got to understand as as well, and you would understand a lot. Of, you know, paranormal investigators will understand, but maybe the the newbie to the paranormal field wouldn't. Um, is that 
a lot of these places that we're visiting and we're you know pretty much visiting similar places uh, you know wherever it happened to be Penhurst or or Eastern State Penitentiary for example um, you got to understand a lot of people thousands and thousands if not hundreds of thousands um, or even millions of people through these places certainly this the case right. with Eastern State Penitentiary um, and and you've got to look at it from the ghost perspective you know they're like oh god here we go again uh, no, you know, you, do you want to stick around for this one? No. That, look, look yeah, getting questioned by a million different strangers, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, this one on the end is pretending to fart. It's a response. So let's stop. You know, we'll, go out <laughs> we'll come back when they've they've gone about three. You know, just for example, I'm not doing the Casper thing, but I mean, it, we decided that it was going to be a good idea for us to announce our presence, to announce our, impre our intentions and that they were good intentions and sort of like powerhouse that throughout the building. So as soon as we arrive, Megan, okay, I'll let her explain from there, you know, where she, where she, uh, um, that's where she begins. Uh, that's on, where on, she yeah. steps into the process. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Megan, what is, yeah. what is your process? Well, it's all about, like greeting a new friend for the first time is how I would say. And uh, so you're, I, you're an intuitive, right? Yes. But I also, I use traditional witchcraft and eclectic practices from all around the world and different times uh, to communicate with these spirits. So we're one of those shows that use these old ways of spirit communication with these new technologies uh, so yeah, I can, I would say I'm like the messenger, uh, and I can kind of like, I'll feel a place, feel who's there, kind of pick up on some things, but using witchcraft, be able to hand them that bouquet, tell them, hello, new friends, we're here for you. Is there anything you want? It's almost like different traditions like Day of the Dead. This is us honoring you and your story and letting you know that we know you're still here. And then I'll bring in like, and I'll pass that on and I'll say, hey, this is my whole team and our intent. And Rob's really good at communicating with them and feeling them and being a medium. So I think we're like the perfect team. Dan is also wonderful too. We're so perfectly balanced because everybody's, heart is in the right place and that's like for me that's what it's all about when I was brought in for my first episode um after that night just we spoke with a bunch of different spirits in a, a cemetery there and I could feel that they really cared about the these beings and the dead these spirits and all of this vast and I was like okay that's that's good for me I don't like any antagonization. I don't like any of that. And that was like my stipulation for coming in. And like Rob said, I think our results are so amazing with that. And then bringing somebody like Nick Groff in as well, just like what a wonderful heart, energy, and intent. It's just, we've covered all of our bases in the right place, like in my opinion. And I love our family. Like that's how we look at it. Uh, we're here to help them and learn like who wouldn't want to know more about what's across the veil right. and talk to those. So, yeah, exactly. And, and Dan, our old friend, we've had you on here before. I've known you yeah. uh, quite a few years now. So um, you're newer to the, to the team. So how did you get involved in this project? Well, I mean, Rob as the executive producer uh, had gotten in contact with me um, to do, to explore and, and possibly film at the Hinsdale house. Um, very professional, very, um, that, that was the first thing that stood out to me about Rob and Heather uh, is that how professional they were going about the booking, the history, the knowledge, things like that uh, of the location. Uh, he didn't want to know everything, but he, he wanted to know some of the stories uh, of what had led up to the, what is supposedly one of the biggest hauntings in the country, you know, and uh, we booked them a date there. He had asked if I'd come out to interview for the, for the show. And um, I was at a con in Erie, Pennsylvania. And I remember driving in from Erie to get to their shoot. Uh, I had left the con packed up, got in my car and I'm, 
I was speeding and I got pulled over by a police officer and I had a Hinsdale sticker on my car and they actually let me go. And they started nice. talking about the Hinsdale house, but, uh, I got there and it was just, it was just, um, easy flow. And, and I, I really liked what they were doing. Um, as far as the production value, uh, prof- how professional they were, how seriously they took everything. And, um, sometimes that that's lacking when you're, when you're dealing with a lot of other people, you know, um, I've, I've investigated with a lot of other teams and a lot of other, uh, folks around the country. And, uh, I, I kind of like being alone sometimes too. Um, right. but when I met Heather and Rob, I just, I felt like, I don't know. I, I was always drawn to light workers. I was always drawn to people like that just because it, it always interests me to see what they were seeing and me being able to get some type of evidence that kind of proved them correct or, or if I could prove them wrong, you know, like, Hey, you're, you're full, of, you're full of crap. You know, right. this is what I got. These are the, this is the history. But with, with these two, it was like, boom, boom, boom. Um, everything just clicked. And I, 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 like Megan said, it felt like family. And uh, Rob, you know, me and Rob started talking and I had assisted them because I, I really liked the way that they produced the show. And, and uh, I said, well, you need to get some more locations in Buffalo. So I started hooking him <laughs> up with other locations in Buffalo that could highlight our region, you know, because I'm very big on that. And uh, got him in at Wildwood Sanitarium. They filmed nice. there, uh, Greystone Manor. Um, and then also, what was the other location? Um uh, Paul, Paul, no, no. Um, it was, was the, the other house that was similar to Hinsdale that Amy was at. You weren't at the shoot, Megan. Oh, uh, Burgeon. Oh, Burgeon house. Bur- yeah. Burgeon, Burgeon house, house, which is closer yes. to Rochester. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, I don't know. He, he invited me on a couple more and, uh, and then he asked me to join the team, you know? Uh, and I, and I just, I thought about it long and hard and I, and I think I was ready. I felt like I was ready to do it. And, uh, just, we were stepping everything up up and putting putting our a a uh, game plan on and and we're gonna try to produce something amazing uh for this 10th season because rob was rob was it rob there were talks about this is this is it season nine that's it maybe we're done and you know they were like no you're not we're not done yet we gotta we're gonna we're gonna make a kick ass we're all gonna bring all of our a games we're gonna bring everything that we come to the table and we're just gonna if, if we're gonna go out we're gonna go out with a bang season 10 yeah, they're uh, like, so we'll they're like, don't worry, we, you know, we'll, we'll get some duct tape, Rob. Uh, we'll we'll stick you together for another season. <laughs> Megan's like, I could, I can travel another two inches of makeup on you. Don't worry, we'll like wind you up and kick you out. It'll be like, you know, we can, It'll be like season ten at Bernie's ghost hunting. But uh, well, then I mean, I that's just... that's a long time, you know. There's, there's a lot of seasons, a lot of traveling. So how do you keep the drive going? Well, I think, I mean, I, I can't speak for Rob or Heather, but for, for me, you know, it was this, this what happened with uh, when I was doing Behind the Shadows, you know, another uh, series that I produced. Um, it gets dry after a while and you want to explore and you want to be with new people. And, and I, this is like for me, Rob and Heather, uh, this is a new kind of a new thing for us. So it's kind of like we're starting off fresh kind of with this new season, new ideas, new producer, new influences, and we're the ideas that we that we're coming up with for season 10 i think is making it exciting for all of us we're all excited i have Um, a question for megan yeah yeah it's a rarity that i get somebody on here that actually follows a similar path (laughs) i'm your card carrying witch right here i'm 48 years old and i've been doing it my entire life so i've i've Hats off to you um i'm very intrigued by something that you said just a bit ago um about your when you go into a location, what your approach is and, and how you try to draw the spirits to you and to let them know why you're there. And I, I'm very fascinated by that. I'm, I'm very similar in that fashion. My question is, in doing that, with you being a practicing witch like myself, are you also well-versed in other religions? Because quite often, we're not coming into contact with somebody like us when we're doing this. So how do you handle those situations? Because you have to handle it with respect. Yes, exactly. And that's why I like label myself too, if you have to get super technical with it, eclectic traditional witchcraft. I've actually studied many theologies. Um, I've read countless things. I can talk about the Geneva Bible and all of these things. Like if you want to talk Christian texts, 
And then everything like uh, from, yes, you need to come in with respect and talk and understand who is there. And that's why I say too, I have to go to that place first. And you won't see me like pick out rituals and say, oh, this is what's gonna happen. For Hinsdale, for instance, the moment my hit my foot hit the earth there, I felt all of these spirits as well as deities and these ancients in a way that reside there. And I knew that there was like a lot of native influence too. And so, yes, I, I think that is very important to be well-versed. And I love talking theologies and mythologies and history. We need to understand that and keep that alive and hold a uh, place in our hearts. So, yes, we actually respect all religions and viewpoints. Um, you'll hear a number of different prayers. And one thing in our show, too, you will not hear us say, this is the only way. Mm-hmm. Or this is what you should do. No, no. Like, I am that person, too, that pathways can and should be different. That is my belief. That doesn't necessarily say that I'm right in that. But we've had amazing results because of this. If you have to find that similar communication with who you're talking about. So, yeah, you'll hear all things. And they're we don't like to put any negativity or condensation on any viewpoint. And there's been people who have come into the show looking one way and through what they've seen and us um, and meeting us or just talking with us have been like, I've never thought of it that way before. And that's a beautiful perspective. And you know what, if I stepped outside my shoes and was in another person's feelings, I think, you guys are right. Like, that's a good way to come at it. So it's been super rewarding for the spirits we've come in contact with, as well as our viewers and fans. So, yeah. That, that was another thing that really drew me to Rob and Heather was their compassion. Because that was something that I always believe very strongly in is the is having compassion for other people's beliefs. And also trying to understand what's what a spirit might be thinking or what they may have gone through at the time. And both Rob and Heather were very big on that. And uh, you'll see in our sh- in our show how, how compassionate we really are towards uh, what we're dealing with when we're filming. It's, a, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah there's, there's, there's definitely, a, there's definitely a, a palpable difference between, a, a, um, and of course, we're all using the same equipment at the end of the day. Um, it, it's, it's also what you put into it from, not just from your equipment case, but from your heart um, and your soul and the spirit within you inside. I think really that, that a lot of people um, tend to forget that because they get so wrapped up in the, in the moment, you know, which is understandable because it's a very, you know, um, it can be a tense atmosphere, you know, paranormal investigation. And that's, let's face it, we're all thrill seekers. That's why we're- <laughs> well, you know. well, hold it. No, let's, let's. <laughs> oh, no. No. no, I have a question. Based on what you just said, I have a very important question. I want to know this. Um, you said based on the situation, I, I am of the belief, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody watching this or you guys or anything else, but I know what I'm getting into mm-hmm. when I go to a location. I know. I already know. I, I still cannot understand why those that go into a location when they get exactly what they asked for. Mm-hmm. They flip the fuck out and run like a little bitch. <laughs> I cannot understand that. I had a cell phone. We had a cell phone thrown at us in Ireland, caught on tape. But because we didn't run and go, holy shit, it's a demon. They want us to leave. It, it was poo-pooed away. It's almost as if people don't believe it if it isn't over exaggerated. Mm-hmm. And you, I, I'm you, I wonder you're doomed if that. you do, and you're doomed if you don't. You know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. almost like um, yeah. if you if you have two. We actually, I actually had uh, uh, someone come up to me at Silicon Valley Comic Con. Um, I don't know if it was last year we were at or the or the year before, but but uh, and he said, you know, uh, how much of it is real? 
I think that's a lot. That's, that's a question that a lot of people think, you know, because there are, and I won't mention shows, but there are such shows that are. Uh, more I'll mention them. Ra- <laughs> yeah, she won't ratings, hold back. Don't, yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> ratings, <laughs> ratings driven, you know, and it depends on where, and that's why we're here. But you know, there there are a lot of shows that they're on for a different reason. They they have to get that two point one out, that one point nine average. They they have to get. Um, those ratings to stay on the air and you know they've got millions of dollars worth of advertisers so um, all I'll say is this they're a little bit more frivolous with the uh, a little heavier on the artistic license um, than other shows Uh, what I simply said was I think we get a lot of stuff because and it's all real and we get it because we ask we don't demand we make contact and converse and offer ourselves and our spirit our hearts uh and not go wading in there making demands uh, you know to to spirit like a, a circus animal you know right. so that's yeah they're not guinea pigs so you're building no. a rapport with them right right yeah. absolutely so well and to kind of piggyback off that um and I haven't haven't watched a lot of, of your show, so I don't know how often you go back to locations. But just as a paranormal investigator, you know, do you find going back to locations repeatedly, you're able to continue to build that rapport and get better responses? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I th- I I in the case of Penhurst, we've been what now, Megan, three times? Uh, twice for me, three times for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so once before. Um, and, uh, so yeah, three times, I mean, I absolutely, any, you know, every, every time, even though it's the same location is a different experience. It's a it's different spirit. And occasionally you, you, you come across spirit that you have engaged with before and little mind spin here often as, as is with any, uh, mediumship, you will, encounter the same people at a different location so right. you know we're, we're that we're not sort of you know geographically confined or constrained at least that's my personal view you know as spirit uh, wouldn't make a whole lot of sense um so yeah i i do uh, one of the things i in fact enjoy most is, is interacting with them in a in a in a humorous way as well. I want to see what kind of person they are. You don't become this, this humorless, characterless person when you die and, and become a robot, yes and no, and male and female. No, you're, you're that great person still, and everything that made that great person still, just without a physical shell. Right. So I find sometimes the lines of questioning, you know, can be a little... Um, little two-dimensional so uh, you know and, and again Megan and Daniel you know are kings like that they're like mm-hmm. magnets paranormal magnets so they make life very very easy um, for me as a medium yeah good we do have a uh, question from the chat room from Tom McNicholas he's wondering what type of camera do you use for filming well so no, we. Have, I mean, we different different cameras for different things. I mean, we're uh, with a new show with a new season uh, that we're filming. We are shooting cinematically, so we we were using Reds, oh. and uh, you know, shooting in natural light. Um, but we are going to incorporate different night vision cameras and different infrared cameras into some of the shows that we're doing as well. But you know. We're trying some different things for the new season, so hopefully it'll look good on screen. I think it looks awesome, actually, already. So, looks <laughs> really cool. Very cool. As yeah, long way. as it looks real, that's all. Yeah, that's that's that yeah. was what we want, you know. And I'm just it, you get sick of just seeing everybody in black and white all the time walking through the dark. It's like I want to I want to see the colors. I want to see what's what's really happening, and uh, it, to to be able to shoot in low light, it, it's different, and it looks it looks really cool. Oh, come on, it's not paranormal you, if you don't have that slightly green tint to it. Oh, fuck <laughs> that. No. <laughs> to be honest with you guys, when we were filming in Ireland, 
the majority of it, 90% of it is during the day. Because guess what? In July, it gets dark at about 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was daylight regardless. So, no, I, 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 I'm impressed by that. I like that because people need to see that it isn't just at a scary location that everybody in the world has heard of at night that stuff happens. It happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. And it needs to be acknowledged. Just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I think everywhere you realize, you know, everywhere that where it's daytime, it's also nighttime. So it's it's not like, well, we have to wait till dark, you know. No, Often no. Uh, Meg, you know, Meg, Dan, am I right? You know, like oh, yeah. we'll we'll yeah. go in and we haven't even started setting up <laughs> and stuff starts to happen. They're like, okay, these guys are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, or we approach it a little differently. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing I always find funny, you know, you watch some of these shows, and you know, they're they're interviewing, uh, you know, maybe it's a tour guide or a docent of the historic place, or you know, whatever it is, or even the homeowner, and you know, the story took place during the day, like two in the afternoon, but you know, they don't start investigating until two in the morning, and it's like you're not even putting yourself in the same situation. So, paranormal activity happens all times of the day. So. It, that's good that you're doing some daytime stuff. Exactly. And like we were talking about too, and just being a witch, like this isn't something that I clock in and out of living with spirits and communicating them happens 24 seven. And I love your question too, about going back to locations. It's like, yes. Um, and Rob's answer was perfect. They are the same kind of being to us with or without their shell they're our friends and that's what we go in and we develop friendships with them and interact with them in many ways and just like you run into many different kinds of people you'll also run into many different kinds of spirits and so that's why nothing is ever like the same day in and day out we have many many friendships and yeah, guys, it's been what a it's what an adventure. I I wouldn't trade it for the world, and this is what we live and do. It's great to share it with everybody as well on camera, but this is what we would be doing, even if not, you know. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, to hear you say that you're actually trying to build friendships with these spirits. I think that's something that uh, a lot of people don't do. Like Vanessa, you know, was saying earlier, you know about going in making demands doing all these different things rob was talking about that as well and i think that happens too often you know whether it's for television or for youtube or whatever you know you see a lot of paranormal investigators going in there saying you know um you know hit me or you know hit the door or whatever you know all this crazy stuff and it's like well would you say that to somebody if you were meeting them for the first time no hell no <laughs> oh, i mean it's like it's like it's it's almost they make it sound like a sort of an s m dating website you know you go <laughs> in and hit me hit me and do this and do that and then out you go you know no right. let's get deeper than that that's that's much serious and that, there's, there's so much more to offer and uh, we can offer um spiritually uh, and and so yeah i mean the, the bigger questions help a lot to to identify ways that you might be able to tell their story for them. You know, I was I was talking to my co-producer about this uh, the other day, and I I think we've come up with why the shows are that way, not for the money necessarily, or why people think that's what is necessary. And it when you're talking about what you've documented, I hate calling it evidence because I'm not proving shit to no one. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Um, but when it comes to that, I think real, true documentation of unedited actual spirit activity is too frightening for people. It's too frightening for people. I think actually the actual knowledge that there is something that goes on after the meat sack is gone, after the physical form is no more. It's too much to take. And I think that is honestly why they migrate to the fantastical and the ridiculous. And I would love to know your viewpoints on that. I, I, I truly believe that's what it is because you could put the most amazing piece of documentation in front of somebody. And then you can put one that, ha- that there is none, but the people that are involved in it are reactionary 
which instill fear. And guess which one people are going to migrate to? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's sort of like a fine line, really. I think uh, it, it, it's one thing if you're a paranormal group and and, you, and you're doing that. You know, there there are different rules that apply in terms of you know if you're if you're filming your investigations as a, as an ongoing show as we are, and your your um your as long as your motives uh are genuine you know and legitimate um but but you also it's not just it's not the way it's not just the story that you're telling it's the way that you're telling it as well so you've got this obviously you have to 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 tell it craft that and this is where the editing process is it's very very lengthy editing process comes in um tell it in in not just a chronologically accurate way but also a um a factually accurate way you know as things happen mm -hmm. um uh, the, the guys will you know they'll tell you i'm a sometimes pain in the ass uh <laughs> but you know the I, I shoot stuff down you know and you know i, I mean everyone has their opinion uh, i'll be like I, honestly that could have been something but yeah you're very critical yeah think, but that's okay that's what we that's like right. mm -hmm. honestly, we love that I think, and, and, and otherwise, well, you're not really a, a, an investigator, are you? You're sort of like a, like a clerk, you know, making, you know, and, and, and I think we're sort of like moving on from that whole Taps-esque uh, thing um, on where we're, people sat for 19 years behind the 10 monitors, you know, um, into let's, let's, let's video, let's show our reactions, let's show the ghost reactions, let's see if we can palpably feel, make the viewer feel the tension that we're feeling. Um, it's not an easy process, you know, if you're not there. So yeah. we're trying to make this a lot more immersive. For season 10, you're going to you're going to see paranormal reinvented, reimagined, I should say, um, from the ground up. Yeah, it's very good. Sounds very good. Sounds interesting. So first uh, house, check out uh, season 10. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Winchester House is, uh, is our first uh, episode. For really? Wow. Yes. All right. That's awesome. They are fabulous, by the way. Shout out to them. Right, Meg? Sam? So beautiful. I adore every single person uh, in Winchester House, spirit as well as the living. They were just phenomenal. So I only fun. wish I only wish that we had more time. Yeah. Because we could only go when they shut down. So we could only go in an evening. We could get some uh, daytime shots as long as we weren't affecting the tours and things like that, that were going on, we kind of had to stay inconspicuously in this one room and wander about and get what we could get uh, without inter interacting with the guests that were going through. And then when they shut down the tours, that was our time. And we had free reign of the location, but yeah. because we were filming, you know, it was, it was hard because you can't explore, you can't go to every room. You can't, I, I, I feel like I want to go back. Like there's, there's more to that place than meets the eye. Yeah, there's a ton to explore there, but um, I'm kind of surprised. Maybe I'm mistaken. I, th I thought they weren't really doing uh, paranormal investigations there so much anymore. Well, when you have a producer that's got some clout, he can get <laughs> you in. So, you know, it wasn't nice. it wasn't uh, it wasn't me, Rob, or Megan. It was Nick that got us in there. So, okay, um, you know, so I, it is what it you know. Very take cool. advantage of every yeah. situation yeah. that we can. Awesome. You know. Awesome. They kept reiterating too that they appreciated our approach. And the reason they were happy to have us there too is because we were so respectful. And they repeated that time and time again. And you could tell they had so much love for that place and the spirits there. Yeah. And like I said, Nick's intent is just, yes, so good. So good. I, I think, honestly, the, the, the place is so fascinating because. Really, it's like a physical embodiment of this woman's mind, you know, that is that will live on forever. It's it's really, you know, the twisting corridors and the the, the stair the stairways uh, that go into a wall and windows in the middle of nowhere and a door that opens out, you know, into the you fall out of the house. You know, <laughs> I it's just it speaks to me. It's almost like a if if Salvador Dali had uh, had been a builder, this is what he would have made, you know. Yeah. So it, it very much embodies the, the the conflicts and all of the craziness that was 
going on in her, um, you know, eccentric mind. You know, it's not, it couldn't have been easy to just suddenly be the heiress of the Winchester Repeating Rifle Company, you know. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, get out there and see it. Yeah, it's definitely a bucket list item. I haven't have not yet been out there, uh, but uh, definitely we'll get out there. Um, I have a couple of questions here from the chat. So I'll, first, I'll take this one from Hinsdale Girl. I wonder who that is. <laughs> um, Michelle, I bet. Yeah. Timmons, yeah. Have you uh, considered a documentary about these friendships with spirits? Mm. Food for I would thought? be all for it. I don't yeah. think we have considered that at this point, but that's a really good idea, Michelle. It would be. There's uh, many that I now look at like family, especially from Selma Mansion. We've been back there many a times. Um, Hensdale House is like a whole other level. Yeah, that's a wonderful question. Uh, me personally, if I was looking into different experiences from people I looked up to and wanted to learn from, that would be a piece of information that would be very valuable. Wonderful question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wonderful idea. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, then from Chris's Paranormal Explorations, what's the most active place you've investigated? I mean... Besides Hinsdale yeah. House? Yeah, besides <laughs> I, don't ever like to, I don't ever like to, uh, you know, toot my own horn with that location, but um, probably Belgrove with, the, with me with the Ghost Finders. I mean, it was just unlike, unlike anything that's ever happened to me while investigating with a group. Um, every single piece of equipment, I mean... Is that 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 episode's out now, right? Belgrove's out right now, right? Yeah. yeah so I, I would I would I would tell everybody to go check out the the episode, but every single piece of equipment in the room started going off at once, like simultaneously that we had set up. Like it was just crazy. Like you could just feel the energy in the room. Um, and that was the presidential suite, right? And that we were in yeah. at the Belgrove yeah. Plantation, and uh, amazing, just amazing location, amazing hospitality. And uh, I would, if, if anybody wants to go check out a location, that place is amazing. Right on the waterfront, right on, a, it's very cool. Yeah, even if you're not into paranormal, I mean, you, you know. Yeah, you, the you history. Know, bring the, the family, obviously, once this, this whole thing's over, you know, and, and, um, and you know, because dad can ghost hunt or, or the kids can, you know, ghost hunt or um, while mom and dad have a, um, a reenactment afternoon tea. I mean, they do it all. I mean, right on the money uh you know yeah. right on point and so uh, michelle and brett are just uh, a classic uh, just absolute diamond people is that up um, on prime it's up on amazon prime right yeah it's on amazon prime apple tv and uh Vidi space um yes and, um which and spirit uh, channel yeah mm -hmm. and the spirit channel on roku yeah so um it's it's good two-parter two-parter mm -hmm. the second part of which um, is coming out in about uh, a week. Okay. So on Amazon again. Uh, yeah. yeah, on all those. Good platforms. luck, honey. Good <laughs> luck. I know they've, it's, it's, they've had our third episode for five weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I pray <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's been happening to a lot of people. It lately. really has. It really has. It's very unfortunate because, you know, once the closed captioning is done, it's ready to go. You know. Yeah, and you, you've got to also remember that their their volume, you know, their bandwidth, their capacity is being pushed to the limits. You know, oh, yeah. so you know the, that that probably I would imagine plays an internal, you know, an integral factor. Uh, oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's 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 straight across the board. And my so. friend Ryan Waffelmeyer, he he came and filmed for five days and did this documentary on the Hinsdale House, and he's been he's been saying it's going to be coming up for like the past four or five weeks, and they haven't haven't put it up yet. So now he's had to go to alternative uh, measures to allow people to be able to see it. You know, so oh, is, tell tell him to be careful. And um, technically, it, we're with our contract with Amazon. Mm-hmm. We cannot show it on any other flat on, on any other platform. We're contracted with Amazon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's doing yeah. some pay pay for something, pay to view it type thing. So yeah, that's the only way. So yeah, I think I think um, 
you know, that's another thing that uh, I forgot to mention, if I may, um, <clears throat> that I love about what Nick's doing. Nick and uh, Elizabeth Saint and um, Justin, Justin. Are, are pioneers in this fantastic indie paranormal, uh, well, not just paranormal, but, but specifically in, in our case, paranormal forum with, you know, forget the networks the networks aren't the be all and end all of the paranormal story you know it's it's you know uh it's yeah that's a that's a part of it and sure but there are so many fantastic shows that don't need a half a million dollar an episode budgets you know i mean it's just it's it's really about content <clears throat> obviously production quality is very important too but it's uh it's you know, no one wants to watch a fantastic, polished, shiny show that has no scares and no interest, uh, no, no story, no history. Um, so I, I, I encourage everybody to go to Viddy Space uh, and check out the full range, okay, of great shows on there. I mean, I've got to give them a plug. It's a fantastic yeah. platform. Yeah, they're taking the independent filming industry under their wing and giving a platform to uh, producers that, Otherwise, wouldn't be able to have their stuff seen. So it's 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 great. Yeah, absolutely. Just, They've been doing that for a few years now, right? Yeah, three years. Three this years? is their third year, and uh, I I was able to participate in their uh, film festival a few months ago, and man, it was just awesome to be able to sit there and watch some of these these indie flicks. And they're not all paranormal. Some of them were. Some of them are cryptid. Some of them are just you know people showing their talents you know uh, animations and, and different things like that but i mean there there's some quality things quality level things that i would say could be on tv that aren't getting picked up that you know are getting shown there and uh it's uh it's fun it, it's especially when we're all quarantined it's uh, have <laughs> yeah. all, those, uh all those extra things to watch it's uh it's there so and it's it's like cheap I've been quarantined since last Thursday because I was exposed. Oh, were you? Yes. Yeah. So, well, you keep it over there. My family was, my yeah. family was on the last <laughs> cruise that left the port of, uh, and we were on a cruise. And while this was all happening, we came back to uh, six people or 12 people on our flight flying in from New York, flying back from New York. And six of them was my family. And then the next day, it's like everything got shut down. It was crazy. Yeah, we just found out today my son's school's out for the year. For the year. <laughs> He's a senior now. That's, uh, I, feel, I feel bad for the seniors. I really do. Like, oh, yes. I it, like my couple of my nieces and their, their, this is their senior year and they're not going to get to see their friends again. Their, their graduation ceremonies probably. Yeah. Put, yeah. I mean, like, that's, yeah, that stinks. And those are the things that you remember when you were 18, you're 17, 18 years old. Yeah, exactly. So those it's, final it's memories my... of it's my son's senior year and so he's having a tough time with it because i mean yeah this is oh. the, this is the time where you make those memories and yeah it's not gonna oh, happen that hurts my heart yep yeah I'm so sorry yeah um this is a perfect time just to take 60 seconds here and plug um from all of us i'm sure i'm gonna speak for every one of us thank you thank you thank you thank you to the truck drivers getting food to us to the doctors and nurses that are risking their lives because I'm in dentistry and I know exactly how low their supplies are. Okay. Yep. You're not supposed to use Germex on rubber gloves and guess what? They're having to do it. Um, to the people that are having to stay in essential <laughs> jobs for everybody else to be able to live. My hat's off to you. Thank you very much. Yep, absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. So on a um, on a happier note, yes. <laughs> um, so I, I did go to your to your website, uh, of course, check things out uh, out there, see what you had going on, and I, I noticed that you had a you know huge list of of equipment that you use, and um, considering everything you were talking about before with connecting with spirit and and all that, how do you how do you balance all the equipment that you use with um, you know, with this communicating with spirit and trying to, you know, become those friends. Cause it's kind of, to me, it's always difficult. Okay. I'm trying to, you know, talk to them, but pick something up on a gadget. How do I keep it human? I think it's more like a strategy, isn't it? I mean, we don't use yeah, it, all the equipment uh, all the time. And a lot of the times it might be something that's new 
that uh, maybe had worked for me when doing when I'm doing a private that I wanted to kind of bring to the table and see if it if it helps to with that with that gap or that bridge uh, with the mediumship to the to the equipment that we're actually using. So uh, if if you watch the show, we might bring in like one or two pieces of equipment per scene. It's not like we're bombarding the the whole scene with all these different types of paranormal equipment. Um, but we like to try new things, we like to try state of the art, uh, new types of equipment. When we get sponsors, we definitely try to push their their equipment that they produce on the on the show because they're providing that equipment to us. So we're going to give it a nice go on the show and try to see what we can get from it and push it to its limits and try to you know show everybody what it's made of. So. It's, uh, yeah, one of definitely uh, what Dan said. You know, we had a, we 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 have so much equipment amassed over a tech, like you can imagine nine years that it, it would look just sort of really sort of uh, a little bit um, oh ostentatious to sort of have their rows of tables with stuff hanging out. We we, we got nothing to prove, you know, uh, in that regard. Uh, we're we're just about less is more. Um, I'd rather have two pieces of equipment or three pieces of equipment with us that we haven't you maybe used for a while or but, but right. because, you know, cook, locations and uh, like spirit they're not cookie cutter right you know it's, it's that so you assess you review the situation and you see yeah sure we bring it all mostly pretty much with us but it's it's sort of like Megan and, and Dan and and I will sit and sort of really discuss based on the activity alleged activity what we what we feel we need to be able to uh, break through to the other side. Um, very fortunate that the last two years, this year as well, um, ghosthuntersequipment.com, um, are our official equipment uh, providers. And I mean, they're fantastic. They're out of Florida and um, yeah, everything you can possibly imagine. And a lot that I didn't even know existed. So, um, and um, so check them out, ghosthuntersequipment.com. Um, and and that's nice. That's a nice, uh, very fortunate to, to have to be in the position to be able to field test yeah. a lot of this new equipment that's coming out there. Some of it yeah. we love. Some of it, we're, you know, it's uh, that's how you test it. And um, right, yeah. At least and then you have shot. your old faithfuls, you know. Right. Yeah, definitely. And like Dan was saying, we will come in and kind of feel out what's there. Um, so we know if we're kind of picking up younger spirits or if it's maybe possibly a child, we're like, okay, let's choose this piece of equipment that might be a little less intimidating, something that we can kind of connect with. So it's, yeah, we assess the situation and use that equipment for each, each interaction. And we do uh, usually start it with different ritual work. So we we introduce ourselves and we do formal, sometimes like an hour long ritual of giving gifts, giving thanks and earth magic, different traditions, and also incorporating tech with that and getting some really cool results. But yeah, Rob will see them, feel them, talk with them. We'll all introduce ourselves and then we'll pick our equipment accordingly. That's how it goes. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about, and, and I'm not, I haven't seen the episode, so I'm not saying you're doing this. I'm actually curious. How yeah. do you feel about filming rituals? Because that tends to be taboo. So I, mean, I, I don't film <laughs> my rituals. Good question. And Rob will tell you, uh, if you notice when I started out in season seven, um, it was a long, long road because that is very intimate. It is very personal and it is sacred. Mm -hmm. And it took a while too. Like I instantly loved working with them since day one. Um, but you'll see over time those workings with spirit relationships and stuff. It's completely different and not a complete ritual is ever shown. Okay. Sometimes my rituals will be like, Ooh, like Dan, yeah. Insdale House, I had two full rituals. I was gone the whole day. I barely was inside that house. And I I was not cold at all. I was full focus all through those woods. And that is a very intimate, personal thing. So no, we haven't filmed a complete <laughs> ritual yet. Um, and 
there's also stipulations we do with that. So yeah, I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, I'm I'm but, weird about that because like I see people on Facebook and and they're lighting their candles and doing their magic and I'm like, dude, yeah, dude, it, it doesn't work though. that way, <laughs> right? And we we say that too, and we are at this place where people are hungry to learn, and we say too, you need to take that work, you need to do that path, and like we said before, there is not just one way to do things, and that's in our belief. Mm-hmm. And that's why not every ritual is the same. Like Rob said before, it is not cookie cutter. It is to these people, these friendships that we are giving. So, but th- we've had so many people come and tell us, thank you for do- like sharing this. I've had people from across the world say, you, you used your magical breath on this item. I have been doing that my whole life, but I never knew if it was right. And if it's for you, it's right. Exactly. Right. And that's what I tell them. I'm like, right. we're just communicating our similarities, our differences and saying like, it is this time and age that we do need to stand together and communicate more than ever. Our differences and our individuality needs to be celebrated and having the courage to baby step those things and showcase them as well as sacredly. Uh, it's been a long, long road, and I'm very proud of everything that we have shown. And the response back from our fans has been nothing but supportive. And I'm very thankful for it. And I love you for also caring and being protective. <laughs> it's our baby. It's our yes. life. It's our way of life. And we yes. don't want it to be marketed or put in a bad way and I'm very comfortable with who I am. Do you mean mean kind of like how somebody might go into the basement of a house with absolutely no knowledge of what this can do and try to conjure something? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) One of the, one of the things that really stood out for me, like when I first even witnessed Megan doing a ritual, I was so infatuated by it, but it just, it brings a positive light to what she's doing, whether it's just a clip um, or a, a small segment of what she's actually doing. Um, and, and nobody's really out there showing that. And, and, it, and to be able to show a positive light on witchcraft um, and, a, and a paranormal show is it's just different. And it really makes you think outside the box um, when you're when you're doing an investigation or maybe it'll make somebody else think, you know, and, and I think that's the whole purpose of it. Yes, I think Thank today you. that uh, witchcraft is still misunderstood. So oh, yeah. if you're trying to bring a better light to it, then that's great. I live in Oklahoma. Believe me, it's misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, up tad, eh? you're up against Hollywood, you know, and the, all those right. all those stereotypes. Well, yeah, well, you know, so. it, it seems to be more accepted these days than it was, you know, 300 years ago when they were, you know, hanging people. But, you know, now it's so overblown where, you know, you're conjuring all these demons and spirits and crazy stuff that, um, you know, you got, I guess, the smoke coming out all over the place, at least in Hollywood is what I'm talking about. So, you know, where there's well, got to be a happy medium somewhere in there. That's one of the reasons why I've had mm-hmm. I, I've had thousands of people send me messages asking me to write a spell book. No fucking way am I going to write a spell book. First off, I know what my skill set is, and I can't guarantee that the next person that gets that is going to have the same skill set. I know what my intentions are. I can't guarantee their intentions are the same. I can't guarantee any of that. I will tell you all I know about witchcraft without telling you how to do it. Right. I say (laughs) it's a family recipe book. Yes. You You have one way to make cookies, but if your family likes extra cinnamon in their cookies and they bake it with love, you can't replicate that same intention, that same magic across the board and sharing that, like there are ways to share that, but we encourage people, Hey, put extra chocolate chips in it. If you love sugar cookies, make sugar cookies. That's what it's about. And we embrace, I would love, love to travel, keep traveling across the world, showcasing so many different beliefs, and cultures and working together and communicating spirits too. So I'm so proud to bring that understanding to witchcraft. I would love to bring that to more of the 
overlooked traditions around the world and dealing with the dead. And there's no right way. And then sometimes, like we said before, it depends on what that spirit's comfortable with. So it's cool to like bring little bits. And we have done that. Like we've had Catholic prayers in some of our episodes. We've had a bunch of different things, native blessings. I I'm just, I love it so much. And I feel like that force from the others, as well as people hungry for it. We want that togetherness deep down inside, like love needs to win. Mm -hmm. Let's keep giving that message to everyone. Yes. Love wins. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Love wins. There you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, a couple final questions here from the chat before we wrap it up because we've got about five minutes left in the show. Um, from Hunter Road Media's Fairy Queen, Diane Hilbert, uh, do you guys have any plans to investigate the Conjuring House in Rhode Island? Ooh. I've been, I've been, I've had an invite there. Um, I, I don't, we don't have any set plans at this point to, to investigate there, but it could be something that could be on our tablet for the future, for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very cool. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to still get out there this summer, depending on how the world goes, I but I'm say, supposed to go out there. I was still planning on it too, but yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> and then from Kevin Schmitz, did Megan dress that tree up on the hill behind Hinsdale? No, that was actually, uh, Amy. Good night, baby. Um, Amy Perry Lane, uh, who was in the Virgin house episode that she actually took Megan's. Megan's spot because Megan couldn't make that shoot a, a good friend of mine. And she actually runs tours, uh, para, para expeditions. She started that up there, kind of like a giving tree um, where people can give offerings to the native spirits to kind of help our, our worlds collide when, when they're investigating. So when you come to the Hinsdale house, if you want to bring like a small offering, um, I do have like tobacco and things in the house that you can use if you'd like to. Um, but people have brought shells, toys, feathers. It's just, it's kind of like a spectacle when you go up on the hill now. And it just, it brings a, a kind of calming peace when you go up there. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We did the same thing when we went to Cave of the Cats. Yeah. In Ireland. We took our offering and that was the very first thing that we did. That's a really beautiful sentiment. And thank you on behalf of all who have passed for doing that. That's that's huge. Yeah, we had that uh, interesting time last fall there at Hinsdale in the woods with all the little blue lights and everything and offered an apple and apparently they ate part of it is what it looks like. <laughs> so <laughs> it's pretty interesting. So we have just a couple minutes left here. I know you kind of ran through how everybody can uh, watch the show, but uh, again, how can people find the Ghost Finders and, and watch your show? So you can check us out uh, on social media. We're on um, Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on uh, Facebook. Uh, just type in The Ghost Finders. Um, and we are streaming on Vidi Space. Uh, I think uh, nine, eight, eight episodes up right now. Nine uh, coming up in about a week. Uh, Amazon.com. Um, Amazon Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, and Apple TV, uh, Android TV, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. And, and of course, for back episodes for previous seasons of the way back, uh, you know, we have some on uh, YouTube as well, too. So, um, but yeah, definitely check us out on Amazon and uh, on uh, Roku's The Spirit Channel, um, Vidi Space, um, if you get a chance. Cool. I noticed you had some stuff up on your Facebook page, too. Are those just clips or what's going on there? Yeah, we're actually starting to put up... Uh, um, full episodes um that there, there will be like you know seasons of episodes but select episodes that uh we've made truncated versions of that we're putting up um you know from previous seasons as well um and they will continue to go up over the over the course of the year um i think we're gonna probably you know put a lot more um material up there now uh just on on you on you know even youtube but also on our social media um in view of the situation depending on how many you know how long this goes on for um give people a a little extra uh, opportunity that don't have amazon prime or any of the other formats yeah give um, people a little taste that might be interested in, in checking yeah. you out yeah yeah you're gonna you're gonna see uh, uh over the coming um weeks you're going to see a couple of uh uh interesting teasers for season 10 so okay very cool 
Very cool. Well, I want to thank you guys very much, Rob, Megan, and Dan. Really uh, had a great time hanging out with you guys tonight.